Welcome to the Dog Nerd Show, where we geek out over our best friends. I'm Megan. And I'm Michael, and this is a show about all things dog. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you love content like this, you love to learn about dogs, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up if you like this episode. And... Um, hit the bell for notifications so every time we have a new episode you will know about it beforehand. Um, so before we jump in we just want to mention that this episode is brought to you by the Riley Carson book series. Riley Carson and the Cherokee Caves is the first book in the series and uh, it is like Nancy Drew meets Animal Rescue. So where can people find that? They can find that uh, at RileyCarsonSeries.com or Amazon. Ah. That's easy enough. Easy peasy. All right. So today we are talking about how to rescue a purebred dog slash adopt a purebred dog. So some of these are rescue and some of them are more rehoming and adoption. But we have found that people want specific breeds of dogs. And you know what? There are plenty out there in shelters and with rescue groups that you can adopt, so you don't have to get a puppy. Yeah, I don't know if any time in history has had, or recent history has had this many uh, animals or pets in our shelters. That's dogs, cats, you name it, in our shelters. So yeah, we had a real uptick after COVID. A lot of people bought dogs for companions, and then. Um, Oddly enough, took them to shelters when they had to go back to work. So well, yeah. that's another topic for another day. But let's talk about where we've got five places where you can go to find a purebred or I say purebred or a certain breed of dog because some of these you'll see. We'll talk about the, the pure nature of, of what we're talking about. Yeah. So so I've heard you talk about PetFinder.com. And the other one, I think, is uh, Pet Petango or... Pet Tango. Pet Tango, yeah. Or Petango. I, I, yeah. I'd say Pet Tango, but... Yeah, but but uh, Pet Finder, this this one over here is on, on Pet Finder <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> She's browsing the catalog. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> just kidding. No. Well, I, I, I talked to the Border Terrier, uh, a lady that does Border Terrier Rescue, and she said, if you ever find any, you know, you ever come across any borders, let me know. So I have to check it from time to time. So um, PetFinder.com is where we found Dansby. You guys might remember hearing us talk about that before. Um, and it is where rescue groups and um, shelters will go to list their dogs. Same with Pet Tango. Um, I also saw that Pet Tango has a, um, like a matching service. So I, I haven't taken the quiz. Uh, it would be interesting to take it. Maybe we'll do that live one day um, to see what it would match us up with and what questions it asks. But um, yeah, that's interesting. It, it's, they're, they're great places to go get rescue dogs. So um, I have not used Pet Tango. We have used Pet Finder. That is where we found Dansby. And just know that, so you can go in and search by breed. So you can search Border Terrier. You can search... Um, St. Bernard, what, yeah, whatever you're German looking German Shepherd, whatever you're looking for. You can say if you want a male or a female, you can put the age range, you can put the distance. If you're willing to drive like we did for Strider, you can actually just put no distance because, you know, you might find a rescue group that is all the way across the country, but they'll 
adopt out to somebody that's not local, you just have to get there and get the dog and come back. So, um, but in saying that, know that you will search for like, for instance, border terriers and you will see some dogs that are clearly not that breed. Um, sometimes, you know, these shelters are overworked and they're just putting in a breed that they think matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes maybe they're trying to get a dog some visibility that, um, otherwise wouldn't get visibility. So you will not find, <laughs> you'll find some breeds that you're like, that That's is definitely a poodle. Yeah. Yeah. You'll find a lot of that, but, um, I have found purebred, um, borders through there. Uh, one for sure. Yeah. And, and another one that actually, I think two that for, were for sure, they looked pretty much full, full blooded. Um, so yeah. That's our first one. How about our second one? Well, I would say uh, Puppy Bill Rescues. Yes. So we cannot talk about breed rescue without talking about puppy mill rescue groups out there. So one of the biggest ones I know about is National Mill Dog Rescue, and they're based out of Colorado. And I just want to take a quick moment to go to their page and just tell you some of the breeds that I am currently seeing on their website. Oh, goodness, Megan, you're clicking the wrong things. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot of dogs through there. And if you go to available dogs on their website, I'm just going to read a sampling of the breeds because, like I said, there's a lot. So we've got um, Poodle, lots of Poodles, Bichon, Frise, Alaskan Kai, Pomeranian, um, Boston Terrier, Lakeland Terrier. Mm. Let's see. We got more poodles. You got you guys. Poodles are really popular right now because wow. of the doodle craze. Uh, this one, Ginny. Oh my gosh, she's a Schnauzer miniature poodle mix, and she is adorable. Yeah, that's a, um, they've that's a cute dog. Got a Frenchie. They've got some Cairn Terriers, German Shepherd, Shiba Inu, French Bulldog, um, Australian Shepherd, Soft Coated Wheaton Terrier. Labrador Retriever, I mean, you name it. These are, and these are dogs that come from the puppy mill situation. So when I said there's kind of an asterisk when I said, you know, purebred, I mean, they're, they're puppy mill rescue dogs. So they are likely a hundred percent of that breed. They just might not be like health certified and things like that. Yeah. You, you, um, you, you want to, I don't want to use the word caution, but you, you know. Just know that you'll have some, you may have some challenges, some health challenges, some unknown challenges that come with a, a, a specific breed that came from, say, a puppy mill situation. Because whoever bred them really didn't care about health, typically. They typically care about just making money on puppies. So, um, yeah, that's, that's there, a. There could be. You know, there's could be some emotional issues there too that uh, you might have to work through through training and yeah. Some things, you know, may never uh, change, but it still doesn't mean they can't be a great dog. Exactly. It's just uh, it's a challenge. It can be a challenge. It can be you know walking apart. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we're seeing some things with both Dansby and Strider. And, you know, Strider obviously came from a puppy mill situation and Dansby didn't, but they have, they each have their own challenges. Yeah. Um, and of course, Strider came from Wagon Train out of Nebraska, which doesn't solely do rescues from puppy mills, but they do quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and there are others out there that, 
that rescue from puppy mills. But I know National Mill Dog Rescue is one of the big ones. Um, so if you're in the Colorado area and you're looking for a particular dog, um, even if you're not in Colorado, I do believe they adopt out um, everywhere. So yeah, yeah. Another one is breed rescue groups. So there's there's groups that are that's all they rescue or, or a certain breed. Yeah. So, um, these are people like, you know, your, um, your golden retriever people. There are breeders who are very passionate about rescue. They want to make their breed healthy. They want to continue to keep the dog breed healthy. Um, so they help with rescue. Um, they often also help with situations where there's a rehoming. So say somebody, um, Somebody adopted a particular breed of dog and something changed in their life and they can no longer keep the dog. Um, Oftentimes, the breed rescue group will end up with that dog. So you may have a two or a four-year-old dog that, for whatever reason, didn't work out with the family and it needs a home. So breed rescue groups are great about that. Um, These are fanciers of their breed and they want to protect the breed. So um, be sure to follow these groups on social media, like the Frenchies. They have a an incredible rescue group and I follow them on Instagram. And a lot of times that's where you find out about the adoptable dogs first is on social media. So yeah. I'm telling you, if anyone out there is looking for a Frenchie, you can adopt. You do not have to purchase a dog. You do, please don't go to a pet store. It's where a lot of these dogs come from. But um, And watch our video on Frenchies so you'll know what you're getting into. Yeah, yeah, what to expect. So, um, and, and in saying that with the breed rescue group, and this really goes for any rescue group, go ahead. Like if you know you want a specific breed, right? Like say you know you want a Frenchie, but you're, you, you know, you've got some qualifications that you want, right? Go ahead and apply to that Frenchie rescue group, right? And apply if you've got a local rescue group near you. Because what happens is when you see a dog that comes up and you're like, oh, this dog is perfect. It gets along with other dogs and I have another dog. It gets along with kids and I have a kid. It gets along with cats and I have a cat. So you find the the dog you want if the application's already ready, then you can just be like, hey, you know, I'm pre-approved. I put sent in my application six months ago. You know, I want this dog. Um, I believe that a lot of rescue groups after a year you have to reapply. But yeah. the, the period can be lengthy when you're going through the process. And it really depends on the rescue group. Um, we got Dansby pretty quickly because, um, you know, they were being particular about the home they wanted and he actually almost went somewhere else. But those folks said they had a fenced in yard and did not. So please don't lie on your application because they, they will, will check. They will check. They, they may do a home visit. Yeah. And they check for a reason. Um, so in any case, um, Dansby's was pretty quick. I think from the time I applied, it was about 48 hours when I got the word that we were approved. And then I had an hour long conversation with the foster mom. And then we were told we could come down and meet him. So it was pretty quick with him. Um, probably because we're the dog nerds though. And we were like, here's how we, you know, we've got a lot of experience. We have a fenced in yard. We've had terriers. So it was definitely the right match. Now with Strider, the process took a little bit longer. I would say it was maybe a week or two before um, we heard from our references that they were contacted. 
Yep. Um, they, I think they had a lot of applications being that this was a, you know, border terriers in a puppy mill. So they had a lot of applications. I think they narrowed them down to people that had, had border terriers already. So that was a win in our case. Um, but after we, after our references were, were called and they gave, you know, answered the questions, then we were called and I answered questions and spoke with the representative from the group. Then we set up a virtual home visit because since we were in Atlanta and they were in Nebraska, we did a, um, a video call and, you know, showed the house, showed the yard, showed the office where they spend most of their time during the day, you know, everything like that. So, um, it was a little bit longer. So just know that it's, it's going to be a process. Then it was a 48 hour drive. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Actually, wasn't it like three days really total? Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Day out. Uh, yeah. 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 It was about three days total. So, um, but you know, it can get, the process can get long. So any rescue group you're going through, um, get that application in early so that when the right dog comes along, you can hopefully get it. Yeah. Next thing you can do is network with breeders. So if there's a specific dog breeds you're looking for, network with those breeders. Yeah. So find out if there is a local um, dog show. So this is where we get into the, it's not rescue, it's really more adoption area. So mm-hmm. um, go to a local dog show. Go watch the dogs, the breed that you want that is showing, right? And um, it's usually better to approach people after they've shown their dog so they're not all nervous and, you know, getting ready to go on. But if you can network with some breeders and um, meet them face-to-face, help, you know, help them understand why you want the dog that you're looking for. So a reputable breeder usually has it in their contract that if for any reason during the life of one of their puppies, you can no longer care for it, they will take it back. And they don't take it back and raise it. They take it back and rehome it with somebody else. So that's why networking with breeders is a very good idea because they may have a two, four, five, six, seven-year-old dog that Come, needs a home for whatever reason. So um, dog shows are a great way to go and meet these people. And they're just a great resource because they, the reputable breeders, they all talk. And, you know, we, after, after we got Dansby, we were contacted about two boarders in need and it obviously didn't work because we had just gotten Dansby. I have since seen that those two dogs finally were rehomed recently it took several months, but they were all working together to make sure to find the right uh, family for those dogs. So, um, you know, it's very important that way. I realized that, you know, if we needed to do, you know, uh, foster work for boarders or if we wanted to get another one, we have these connections now yeah. that, that we could, you know, help help them. It's very, yeah, it's super important. Uh, and, and kind of along the same lines, um, you know, Good old social media. It's funny to say good old social media. But join breed groups on social media. Uh, It's an incredible way to to reach out and, and, um, A, meet new people, but also learn about the breed and and possibly find your forever dog. Yeah. So that that was kind of, like Michael said, it's kind of along the same lines, and it's just an offshoot of going to that dog show and meeting people in person. 
you know, I've, I've met several people through the Border Terrier um, Facebook groups that I know that they would um, ho- they would home one of their dogs with us just because they've learned about me through that group. Um, I did also have to apply for the Border Terrier Rescue Group. Um, we had, I had applied for that a while back, um, when I had seen some, uh, a female dog come up for adoption. Um, she went to someone that was closer, um, in the country than we were, but, um, those breed groups on social media will help you network with people. So if you're in an area that they don't do dog shows, you know, you're in a small town or something like that, definitely join those breed groups on social media and network with people there. They are usually connected to their uh, breed rescue group, but it's just a great way. Like I have seen somebody that missed out on one of the puppy mill dogs and she said, I, you know, I'm really looking for, um, you know, a, a, like a little bit older, you know, like four or five, six year old dog because of her age. And, you know, she, she really wants to get another border terrier and wants to get one that's around this age. And she had been commenting for a while. And then somebody, you know, said, Oh, you know, tagged this person, you should reach out to her, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, people work together to help other people who, um, fancy a certain breed. (laughs) So, yeah. So that's our list. If you guys have any other, um, suggestions, anything that is, that we've left off of this list, let us know. Um, yeah, we, we, we love your comments. Uh, and I think we're going to have a commenter comment of the day or commenter of the day or commenter of the show. Yeah. So this, um, this is a short one, but smudge the border terrier who you guys can find on YouTube at smudge the border terrier. Um, watched our adopting a border terrier video where we got Strider and uh, said, Hey Strider, love your story. It's so lovely to see you found your forever home. So a nice short comment from Smudge. We really appreciate it. And I also do want to give a shout out to Anna the Inots4901 who commented on our Thanksgiving video. Anna says, about a year ago, my husband harvested a wild boar. As the meat was a little too gamey for humans, the dogs got a special treat. We dried, then froze the meat, and the doggies are getting some special treats today. I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving. So I bet those dogs really enjoyed that wild boar. Yeah. Um, that's that's definitely a healthy treat because you know that was there's no chemicals, no pesticides, free range, the whole nine yards. So Anna, thank you so much for watching and commenting on our Thanksgiving video. And um, yeah, make sure to comment on this episode. Let us know if you have any tips and uh, anything else. No, uh, you know, we really appreciate your likes and your and it really helps us out and we we do this uh, truly from our heart, and we really appreciate you guys. Uh, we have you know all, all our subscribers and our future subscribers. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Uh, and hey, if you like our content, share it too. That that'll help us get more eyeballs. Yeah. So if you know someone that's looking for a specific breed uh, and and they don't know where to go, share this video. You know. Yeah. Say they think they can only go like if they think oh I can only find a breeder or go to a pet store. Tell them, no, no, no. You need to watch this Dog Nerd Show video. We've got other options for you. Well, until next time, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.